Throwback Thursday. We're blessed to be joined again by Xavier Scruggs of ESPN and the MLB Network for some throwback stories. Plus, Locked On Yankees back in the house for some throwback Blue Jays Yankee stories. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Yes, indeed, I am Locked On Toronto Blue Jays. I am thankful that you're spending part of your day talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball with me. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe. You know the call to action, the subscribe, the like, the comment, all that good stuff. Definitely the comment. Want to hear from you. Want to be able to interact with you in this 2023 season for sure. Same as uh, on any social media that you're that, that you're following the Locked On Blue Jay podcast. Absolutely. Comments, uh, interaction, very, very, very welcome. For those of you already doing that, I see you and, and I, I'm enjoying interacting with you and I appreciate you. And for those of you who are becoming everydayers, making the Locked On Blue Jay podcast your first podcast listen every day, thank you so much for that. Helping the, the podcast grow, thank you so much for that as we're all taking in the 2023 Toronto Blue Jay season together. What we hope is a very special, right? 2023 Toronto Blue Jay season together. Now, for now on Throwback Thursday, let's get into some more of our conversation with ESPN and MLB Network analyst Xavier Scruggs. We're having some a, a lot of fun with some throwback conversations with Xavier Scruggs. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays, Throwback Thursday. Had so much fun talking with X Xavier Scruggs about baseball throughout the week. Or had to have him back for Throwback Thursday. Xavier, welcome back to the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. And uh, Xavier, if I throw out a date to you, let, let's see if you have any sort of initial reaction here. If I were to say June 28th, 2015, anything come to mind for you, sir? June 28th, June 28th 2015. So you played parts of three seasons on the big league level, that, of course, being one of them. Yeah, June 28th. Uh, that wouldn't be my first home run. That's too early in the 15th season. You're right about that. Now, spoiler alert, I do want to touch on your first home run in a moment here. But <laughs> now you're, you're part of the Sunday night baseball crew. Now, yes. this was a Sunday night baseball game called by Dan Shulman. Now, Xavier, as a side note, we're very fortunate in Toronto. Dan Shulman calls the game for the – like, we are very fortunate. Yeah. One of the best, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we are so fortunate here. So, June 28, 2015. Uh, Stolen Sunday base. Night. Well stolen done, base. sir. Well done, Xavier. Well done. You stolen <laughs> the stolen base you had in your career at the big level. Well done. It was a Sunday night baseball game. Uh, you were on the that, that, that was Cubs Cardinals. So what a rivalry at St. Louis, uh, Xavier. You, where, where did you come uh, from? Memphis? Were you called up from recently? Is that where I was it was? Called up from Memphis. Memphis. Yes. And you yes. were on Fuego. You were on Fuego. Do you, I don't know if you remember the week you had prior to that. I looked into. It. You're like eight for sixteen. You come up in this game against Jason Hamill of the Cubs. You were six for eight in that series against the hated Cubs. Like you were, you were high on the hog. You were living life. Now, second inning, 0 0 game, two out. Yaddy Molina takes the first pitch he sees and smokes it for a double. Now, here comes Scrubs. Scrubs. Now, Scrubs is hot at the time, as we said now. You take the second pitch, you get an RBI base hit, and Dan Shulman, the GOAT, says Scruggs continues to deliver for the Cardinals and the St. Louis has the lead. Like, just awesome to hear Shulman shut you up like that. <laughs> it really is. Now, John Jay is the next batter, and, and, and I mention him here as part of this story, Xavier, because I want to get your, your 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 insight on this. Now, John Jay was he, – he might have been an underrated player. He, he did a lot of hitting for St. Louis in his day, and at this time that he was coming off that 2014 playoffs where he was a hitting machine, right. he was coming back from injury and was really scuffling. Now, this is a perennial 300 hitter, really scuffling. You're at first base. It's 0-1, it's 0-2, to, and it ends up being 1-2 and two to John Jay, and then you end up stealing the base. So I'm dying to know what you remember about that, because I'm wondering, Xavier, was, was, was that 
sort of a, a, a teammate thing in there. Like, hey, the, this guy's scuffling right now. We've got two outs. I just got a big hit to take the lead. Even if I get thrown out trying to steal, John Jay will get a brand new count, fresh count, you know, next. So it, it's worth the gamble. Was that in play or no, no? You know what? I just saw something on Jason Hamill. I knew I could steal this base. I think it was a little bit of both. Oh. Um, I think it was, uh, honestly, it was an off season in which I really worked on my speed a lot. Um, I was eager to use it not only in AAA, but at the big league level as well. Um, and I, and at that point, you mentioned how well I was going offensively. I wanted to show every part of my game. Like I wanted to, Hey, like if I'm going to be here, let's give them a reason why I should stay here. Um, so use that as an opportunity. Also, I think we under, as players, you understand when somebody's struggling a little bit and you want to get into mm -hmm. scoring position for that player so they have an opportunity to just, hey, I don't have to do too much, maybe a base hit to the right side or to the opposite field um, and do that. So there was an opportunity for uh, that we saw a little bit of both um, that you mentioned. Hey, credit to you for digging, man. That's a good <laughs> Hey, that's good stuff, man. I like that a lot. Xavier, do you remember who the catcher was? Ah, uh, uh, I do, I, I'm seeing his face, but I'm not remember, remembering who you're going to have to tell me. Well, the only reason I'm even bringing it up was Miguel Montero. And there's Montero. actually some, a Blue Jay connection there, believe it or not. He yeah. would actually play about 32 games. I think with 30 something games uh, with the Jays in 2017. So actually a Blue Jay connection right. there, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the Blue Jay connections. Man. All right. And as well, speaking of Blue Jays connections, Xavier, on this throwback Thursday, let's keep it rolling then, because yes, you said, is that no, that's too early for my first home run. That was too early. Your first home run would come in, in uh, August of the next season when you were with the Miami Marlins. Right now, that was against Chad Cool, who's still in the league. He's 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 hurt right now, but he's still in the league in Washington. He was a rookie with Pittsburgh uh, at, at that point. So it's uh, it's the fourth inning. It's one nothing for 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 you guys for the Marlins. And I mentioned on the previous one that you, you had a. Uh, uh, legend yaddy molina hitting in front of you well in this particular story for crying out loud it's ichiro hitting it like hold it did, did you only hit behind do you only protect the, <laughs> the, the 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 goats is that what your role was holy moly that that was the role that was ichiro, the role jeez yeah, not only does ichiro get a two-out double to give you that at bat there but it's his three thousandth and eighth i don't know if you remember that it's his three thousand and eighth hit it actually passes uh ty cobb for number 28th all time like it was actually oh, a historic man. hit I, I think I do remember seeing something pop up, but like at the time, and we talked about this uh, uh, on the podcast, is that like you so locked in on your job uh, okay. as a player a lot yeah. of times, it's like you almost forget what what is happening with somebody else. And that, but I do remember something had popped up, I believe, on the scoreboard saying that he had passed somebody. But I, but Ty Cobb, man, oh, that's that's Jeez. unreal. <laughs> yeah, is, is that is that a bit of an accomplishment? And by the way, Ichiro didn't even start his career in major league. Anyway, we, we could go on about Ichiro for a while. My gosh, but then here comes Xavier to the plate now. Oh, one pitch, and Xavier, I gotta say, I thought it was a good pitch by Cole. It was right at the bottom of the strike zone, almost almost on the inside. Like I, that was a good. I have no idea how you got down and got that bad hit. Good pitch, just a better swing. Just a there better you go. Swing. Okay, enough said. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> what, what, what do you remember about that at bat? That that round? Do you even remember rounding the bases for crying out loud? Like that must have just been incredible. Yeah, I was in cloud nine. Honestly, like I don't even remember feeling myself. It's when guys say it's an out of body experience, it really is. Like that's the best way to describe it because you don't feel like yourself actually moving it's almost like you're you're dreaming and to think about like how long you've thought about hitting a home run and me I, i'm someone that hit like home runs all the time in the minor leagues and then when i got to the big leagues i couldn't hit a home run so finally when i hit it it was like ah oh. 
such a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, you're right. Ichiro was on second. I came around third base. Lenny Harris at third, all-time pinch hit leader, wow. dapped him up, and then gave Ichiro the two-handed slam. And then uh, and then I came in the dugout. Don Mattingly, obviously the manager, but Barry Bonds was the hitting coach. He gave me the biggest hug wow. in the world. Like, think about hitting a home run, my first home run, and getting an embrace from Barry Bonds. Like, it don't get any better than that. I'm I'm disappointed in myself, Saver, that I didn't put together that that was Don Mattingly. He's he's with the Blue Jays now, so I'm disappointed in yes. in, in, in myself on Blue that. Blue Jay connections, baby. Yeah. Well, and and listen, how about more more Blue Jay connections here? That was two time Blue Jay David Phelps who started for the Marlins that game and threw an uh, absolute gem. Yep. Adini Hechevaria played in that game. Now he was a yes. Blue Jay at one time, right? He was part of that big uh, swap with the Marlins that brought over uh, um, uh, Mark Burley and Jose Reyes. And so all kinds of Blue Jay connections. And and finally on Throwback Thursday X, dealer's choice. Any memory you have, because you played with those former Blue Jays. You uh, you were teammates with Dustin McGowan, a former Blue Jay. You were teammates mm. with Jojo Reyes, a former Blue Jay. You were teammates with Randall Grichich, a former Blue Now, you were teammates with Grichich before he was a Blue Jay, but still some Blue Jay connection yeah. there. Yeah. And Edwin Jackson is one. Now, I'm pretty sure Edwin Jackson only pitched with the Jays <laughs> so that he could you know pitch with every team, every team on earth. So I, I don't know about that one. But of all these ex-Jays we've mentioned there, Xavier, what, 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 what do you remember about a dealer's choice what do you remember about any of these guys really randall grichuk sticks out a lot to me just because we came up together in we played together in triple a and lived together in triple a oh, wow. um and he's somebody the reason why he sticks out to me because we were going through struggles at the same time right trying to get to the major leagues and yes seeing him get to the major leagues with the cardinals and playing with him with the cardinals is great but seeing him with the blue jays was different because it was like Okay, he's starting to excel. He got the contract with the Blue Jays yep. as well. So seeing him get to a whole nother level within his career with the Blue Jays was really cool for me. It was almost like, you know, just as proud as I would be for myself, just because we went through a lot of the same struggles. We were trying to figure it out together. We had those conversations late at night. Um, that, that was a lot of what that was. So, you know, and, and another thing too, uh, you know, I, I continue to go back and, and think about, um, I mentioned this during the podcast, Kevin Kiermaier and having conversations with him. I, I never played with him, but it, it really told me how special it is of a place. And Kevin Kiermaier played well at, at Rogers Center, but it told me how special of a place it is when he said like he wanted to be there because of the fan base, um, because of the city and all of those things that I, I never really got to experience. But it, it, it gives me urgency to want to go there and, and really check it out because I've been to most of the stadiums, haven't been to Rogers Center. Well, we can't wait to have you here, uh, Xavier. Uh, earlier on, uh, on Locked On Blue Jays, you, you gave the good people your information on how to follow you. But let's let's re-rack that in case they miss that, because uh, you, you're such a uh, an enjoyable follow. So let's absolutely get get that information in the hands of the good people. No, I appreciate that, uh, Xavier Scruggs on Instagram, Xavier underscore Scruggs on Twitter, um, YouTube. Um, you know, you can you can find me on TikTok as well. I'm on MLB Network, 4 p.m. Eastern most of the time on Off Base. And then on ESPN on Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball, uh, right before the game, we have a pregame show called Baseball Tonight. So make sure you come through there if you can. But please hit me up whenever. I love talking baseball. I love talking all things, man. This is uh, this has been special, man. This has been one of the coolest, coolest uh, interviews or throwback Thursdays I've ever had. Dear Diary. Dear Diary. I'm clipping that one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, thank, thank you so much for your time, Xavier. Really. No, thank you for having me. Coming up on Locked on Blue Jays, Throwback Thursday, Locked on Yankees, back in the house for some Throwback Blue Jays Yankee stories. And reminder, you can catch tonight's Blue Jays Yankees series finale on SiriusXM. 
New sponsor I want to talk about here, Bird Dog. Soft, stretchy pants and shorts. I've got two Bird Dog shorts, and I can tell you that a few things that I really like about them. The fit, I'm always going to mention the fit because I feel like I look really good. <laughs> I feel like I look better in these shorts than, than my other shorts. Comfort. Stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, and they're comfier than my other shorts. I've already become top in the rotation of my shorts. And by the way, side note, thank goodness we're having short weather back in the house again, right? Yes, indeed. And how about the versatility? Bird dog shorts and pants give the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or, or their pants on the golf course, to a meeting, to a date, hanging out with friends. I mean, you name it. Comfortable and they look great. I like the colors available as well. I'll say that. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on. When you enter the promo code locked on MLB, sorry, that, I, I, sorry that's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Can I show you? I've got mine. Throwback Thursday. Had to get Stace from Locked On Yankees back in the mix because I always love the crossover conversations anyway, but especially on Throwback Thursday when we take it back to some, it's always dealer's choice, right? Whatever Throwback Thursday memory the, the, the uh, either host wants to bring, and it's always a lot of fun. Stacy, this is not a women's first. This is a smarter baseball analyst first scenario. <laughs> so you are up. You are up. Okay. I'm taking it back to 2015, which turned out to be a really good year for the Blue Jays. But okay, this particular yes, okay. game. Oh, I like where this is going. So, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. You got me. Okay. Well, this particular game wasn't that good for the Blue Jays. Oh. It was August 14th, <laughs> 2015. Uh, David Price was the starter. He pitched really well. He held the Yankees to one run in. Uh, he made it into the eighth inning, if I recall correctly, and they took him out. Is this that Yankee Stadium or Roger Center? Roger Center. Not Roger Center. Okay. Yep. And the Yankees pinch hit Carlos Beltran, who hit a three-run oh, home run okay. to there put the is. Yankees okay. up four. So, and that was the uh, the top of the eighth. Eighth, yeah. Uh, moved to the bottom of the ninth. Troy Tulowitzki against Andrew Miller. It's the last at bat of the game. It turned into the last at bat of the game. And Andrew Miller is throwing slider after slider after slider <laughs> after slider, and Tulowitzki's fouling them nasty all off. Too. Yeah, nasty slider after nasty slider, by yeah. the way. Yes. Yeah. And Miller finally gets him on a slider to end the game, but it was, it felt like a playoff game. And, Amazing. you know, in mid August, you know, on a random day, you know, it wasn't like any sort of. I mean, it was a big matchup just because you're getting into August and you're getting into the yeah. pennant run and the, you know, the run for the division. And, you know, as a Yankee fan, it was frustrating because it was like, oh, yeah, David Price is shutting them down again and this and that. <laughs> and then Beltron hits that home run. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I remember they showed David Price's reaction in the dugout and he was just staring like, I can't believe they took me out. I can't believe they took me out. And that at bat against Tulowitzki, you know, Andrew Miller, even like kind of, if you're watching, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm throwing my arms in the air. Cause he basically was like, Oh my God, thank God. I finally got Jeez. that at bat wow. over with, but it felt like one of those at bats that, you know, as a Yankee fan, I wouldn't have liked Troy Tulowitzki to hit something and tie the game, but it was such a good at bat, like both ends. They weren't easy pitches to foul off. I mean, Andrew Miller, six, eight, coming at you with those long arms and long legs and throwing those pitches yeah. that are diving to the outside of the plate. And Tulowitzki is just like hacking at them and hitting them. It was unbelievable. 
you, you had me petrified at Andrew Miller. He killed us uh, <laughs> with Cleveland in the playoffs as well. He killed the Blue Jays with he he was outstanding in his day. And you know what's funny? You mentioned the date August 14, 2015. So the Blue Jays win in 92 and 93. They don't make the playoffs again until 2015. During that stretch, they're the longest playoff drought in North American sports. So every NHL team, every NBA team, every baseball team, every football team, all the fan bases saw the playoffs except the Toronto Blue Jays. They During that season, you say August 14th, let's do the math, Stacey. That's two weeks after the trade deadline. That's when the Blue Jays brought in Tulo. That's when yep. the Blue Jays brought in David Price. Mm -hmm. The country, the fan base was on absolute fires. That atmosphere for an August 14th game, I could see why you're saying it was a playoff atmosphere. The place was going absolutely ballistic. Yep. Remember that. I, I, I wish I could remember the cheer, but that was when that cheer, they had a cheer for Tulo, like, too low. It was something like that. And it was born in that at bat. People started doing it pitch after pitch after pitch. And as you're saying, Stacey, they got a lot of chance to do it. He kept fouling off nasty pitch after nasty pitch. Yeah, it was That's crazy. a great memory. Wow. Yeah. For mine, I'm going back further than that. I'm in the drive for 85. That's the first season the Toronto Blue Jays make the playoffs. And coming into the last uh, series of the season, last three games of the season, the Yankees are in town. The Blue Jays need it's, – it's the Yankees in second place, and the Blue Jays need to win one of these three to make the playoffs. And you'll remember, Stace, not, not that you're old enough to remember, but your baseball knowledge, I mean, will remember. <laughs> these, are the, these are the days when there's an American League East, American League West, a National League East, a National League West, and you won your division – or the, you were in the home. Braves were in the National League West, yeah. Milwaukee yeah. Wow. Was in the American League East. I yes, remember absolutely. I was 11 in 1985. Yeah, beautiful, I okay, okay, yeah. yes, yeah, and Detroit in the American League East as well. Anyway, mm -hmm. and, and by the way, Stacy, just as a side note, you talk about only the division winners making the team. Well, I'm talking 1985. Well, how about 1984 when that Detroit team starts 35 and 5? So imagine 40 games into the season, it's already over. Like, well, yeah. that, that was the worst ever. That was the worst ever, but anyway, that's for a throwback, Tigers, okay. But yeah, so it comes down. Lloyd Mosby in the first game of the series, I think it was the eighth inning. It was late in the game. Drops a routine fly ball. Yankees would score a couple runs, take the lead. Yankees win that first game. We know the Jays won the second game. Here's the uh, the Toronto Sun is, is the local paper around here. Here's the we did it. If I can get the – there's Willie Upshaw with Damaso Garcia and Doyle Alexander hugging. It's the first time the Jays made the playoffs. I remember all those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. And then the very next day is is uh, the last game of the season. It's now insignificant. I'm in attendance uh, as a young young boy there. My mom and dad take me to the game. It's Phil Necro, uh, the, the man they called Nuxy, uh, on the mound. He would end up getting a 300th win in that game. But my throwback memory of that game was the uh, my, I'm sitting along the third baseline, so I have a direct view into the Yankees' first base dugout. And all of a sudden in the bottom of the ninth inning, Billy Martin sneakily comes up and starts talking to the first base umpire. They get the crew chief involved, the second base umpire as well. And, and you'll... You'll know full well, Stacey, New York Yankee fan. If Billy Martin is coming out for a conversation with the umpires, you need to fed attention. You need to be watching this. This is about to be must-see TV, right? Like Billy Martin was that much of a character. It's a very calm, cool, and collected conversation. Okay. Huh. All right. Come to find out afterwards, what he went out and told the umpires was, listen, Nuxy, again, they call Phil Necro Nuxy, says Nuxy's going for a 300th win here. He's insisting on doing the complete, like he's insisting on coming out for the bottom of the ninth. We're going to have some fun with him. So stays just like any ballpark where, where like Tampa, for example, you know, down the side, down the uh, uh, foul lines, that's where the bullpen is. And you've got two spots there. You can warm up two pitchers. Well, he told the umpires, we're going to have some fun with Nuxy here. We're going to warm up three guys. So they just brought out their own plate, put it practically, practically along the right field line and had three guys warming up. And, and, and when Nico uh, uh, saw it over his shoulder, realized there's three guys warming up. He had, um, 
how would uh, hand gestures yeah. for, for the dugout. Yeah, he had choice words for the dugout, but it was just hilarious. I, I thought it was a lot of fun for the New York Yankees. Honestly, give them a lot of credit. They were just eliminated. Again, That only the first place team makes the playoffs. So they were just heartbroken mere hours ago. But to have that sense of humor, uh, I really like that. I remember Necro struck out Jeff Burroughs, Blue Jays designated hitter to swinging to end the game. And Burroughs just gave him a tip of the helmet right there. 300 win, Stacey. That, that's punching your ticket to Cooperstown. I mean, that's that 300 win. That's that's legit. I watched that game with my dad. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so mm-hmm. awesome. And, yep. little, and, and you know, what's so funny, Stacey. I'll, I'll finish it off with this. The uh, I thought I was doing this gentleman a favor. Okay, so so right sitting right behind me here was a guy and a girl on a date, and, and the girl all game is just marveling at how the heck can the Blue Jays not hit? Like, this knuckleball seems incredible. And the whole game, the guy is telling the girl, oh, because the spin he's generating is mind-blowing. You wouldn't even be able to understand the spin. So the ball's dancing all over the place. And finally, in about the eighth inning, like late in the game, I just turned around, thought I was doing him a favor, and let him know it's actually the exact opposite there is no spin involved here that's why it's dancing around like that and he gave me this look and i remember as a small child thinking this gentleman was going to be appreciative i'm getting a pat on the back here but he gave me a look okay and of course later as you become an adult you realize that look was kid hey what the heck i'm trying to have a date here like i'm trying to be impressive with the You're date ruining here. My hey, chances with her what are you doing? yeah yeah pipe down yeah yeah my gosh yeah but my gosh you talk about dealer's choice for Blue Jays, Yankees, throwback states. We'll have to get together again for because there are so many good ones. There are oh, so yeah. many good ones. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, with our age, we can go back. Awesome. Well, that's the one good thing, right? Actually, one, one quick, thing? one quick Blue yeah. Jays uh, story that doesn't have to do with the Yankees. But in uh, 93, the Joe Carter home run, yeah. I was at a pool hall with my friends. I was uh, 19 at the time, 19 at the time. I'm the only one of my friends paying attention to the game. It's on the TV. I'm watching it. He hits the home run and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm freaking out because I'm just like, oh, I've never seen a walk-off home run to win a World Series. So my friends are like, what's going on? And I had to explain every single detail to them because they had no idea like what was going on. And when I explained it, and explained what they were like, oh, oh, okay, that's that's pretty significant. I'm like, nice. yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. I've already done a lot of different content this season on Locked on Blue Jays from that because because the Blue Jays just had a series with Philly. Right. So that sort of came up. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. sort of came up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, know, you know, the most uh, see as a baseball head, I think you'll appreciate this. The most incredible thing about that Joe Carter home run uh, against Mitch. Way, I mean, that entire inning, I, I, we, we deep dive that inning last week on Throwback Thursday. Actually, it was because Philly, it was Jays and Phillies. That entire ninth inning is the most incredible inning of baseball I've ever seen. The whole thing is amazing. But the, even that Joe Carter home run stays. It's a fastball for ball one, a fastball for ball two. We pump Mitch Williams pumps in a fastball two and one. Now on the two one pitch, Williams throws a slider. It's at Joe Carter's back foot. He swings flat footed and, and misses. He's totally fooled by the pitch. Yeah. So much so that he steps out of the box. You can see his wheels turning. Then the camera flashes to Mitch Williams, right close up of his face. And he shakes off Darren Dalton. Mm. Rest in peace. The Phillies catcher, Darren Dalton. He shakes him off and then gets the pitch he wanted. And Joe Carter does the rest of his history. Stacy, imagine what would have happened if he had thrown the pitch that Dalton had called. I, I think about that all the time. If I'm thinking about that all the time, poor Mitch Williams. This must be on his mind 24-7. But Stacy, who knows what would have happened in base? Remember, the Jays are down in that game. They're yeah. down. So that, that could have gone to game seven if that doesn't happen. Who Stacy, if he doesn't shake off that sign? Oof. I mean, you know, we're coming up on 30 years now since that happened, yeah. which is crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Coming up on Locked On Blue Jays, would you believe that Throwback Thursday today is going to feature an American 
Yes, our friends from the Locked On Yankees podcast, waxing poetically about the original. Are you ready for this? Yeah, not the remake, the original, the one from the 80s, Degrassi Junior High, a first for Locked On Blue Jays podcast, I'll tell you that. Now, speaking of first, I did want to talk about one of our new sponsors first, So Rare, revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Now, unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, SoRare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you own, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and, and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. SoRare MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span a three- or four-day cycle. At the end of the game week, SoRare MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include SoRare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Well, prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Well, Stace, this was such a blast. Uh, where can the Blue Jay fans who begrudgingly cheer for the Yankees as well, where, where can they follow your work? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Stace Gotts. Uh, you can you can watch Locked on Yankees because, yes, I'm a Yankee right. fan, but I'm a realistic Yankee fan. I'm not a bombastic Yankees fan. As much as they want me to be one, they want me to be crazy <laughs> and out of control, but I'm not. I'm, I don't look at the world through pinstripe glasses. I call them out for things, and I even have Red Sox fans who were subscribed and Astros fans who were subscribed Beautiful. to the show. Wow. So, yeah, and this was before Steve joined on. I got messages from people like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a Red Sox fan, and I, I listen into locked on Yankees. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it's fun doing this. You know, I grew up watching baseball because of my father. He was born in the Bronx. He used to go to the stadium in the forties and fifties as a kid. Wow. And it, it's kind of in my blood. And the fact that I get paid to talk about the <laughs> Yankees and also, I also write about baseball for locked on as well. So it's just amazing that this is, all happening it's incredible and one more thing before we go because i have to show this off for your um jay's fan base because i think they'll appreciate this as an american me wearing this but okay what do we got here goodness show that, show that. can we because can, can, people aren't going to believe they just saw that correctly so those of you listening to the podcast stacy has somehow shown us that she is wearing a degrassi junior high t-shirt and yet your mind goes right to oh cool i like the i like the remake of that nope the one from the 80s the original from the 80s yep. oh my gosh so stacy we can't just end on that now stacy of course there's follow-up questions my gosh what an epic shirt holy moly so stacy you what, what was your life like before Spike got pregnant and then after the bombshell of Spike getting pregnant? Yeah, that was a big deal. I think it was a bigger <laughs> deal for Canadians because they showed those episodes in health class during oh school. Gosh. Like, you know, in America, people knew about Degrassi, but it wasn't as popular as it was in Canada, obviously, because it was a Canadian show. But um, Degrassi came down here in fall of 87 when I was starting grade mm -hmm. eight, as you guys say. Right. Um so I was right in line with how old they all were. So it was cool for me to see normal looking kids who weren't wow. Hollywood looking kids in a show where they dealt with real issues that we all deal with. Because, you know, there were some issues that 
happened on Degrassi that happened in my high school in my junior high. Oh. And, you know, it was just very relatable. And I loved junior high. I loved high. I watched the next generation. It was just, yeah, you know, I love the accents, you know. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> wow. On a throwback Thursday, having a throwback shirt, like, like, like this, you, you've just taken things to the next level here. Much appreciated. That was awesome. You're welcome. I love, I mean, I love Degrassi and I'm planning on going up to Toronto. I'm going to say oh. it like a native and not say the second T and I'm planning on going up there at some point and visiting every Degrassi spot that I have marked wow. on Google maps, including Vincent Massey school, which was where junior high was wow. shot in Etobicoke. So yeah. <laughs> I've had my mind blown in crossover episodes a few times. Uh, not like this. Uh, not <laughs> like this. I cannot believe the references you're bringing right now. My goodness. Wow. Wow. Stacy, thank, th thank you so much for your time and for joining us today. You're welcome. It was fun. That'll do it for this week's Throwback Thursday. Jeez, uh, you, you know I thank you for joining me, but really, I hope you had as much fun today as I did. Man, I enjoyed some of those throwback stories. How about the ending with the grassy junior high, like the original one from the 80s? Unprecedented and locked on Blue Jays podcast history. My goodness, but uh, I had a lot of fun. Hope you did too. If you're a fantasy baseball fan like myself, keep it locked on the Locked On Podcast Network and tune into Locked On Fantasy Baseball.